everybody, and welcome to another episode of the T-Dum Show. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about some pop culture stuff. Fidget games, WB, some discovery. But first, let's talk about who we got on the show this week. What's up, Ash? How are you doing? I'm all right. A little tired, but getting ready for uh, vacation, so like my brain's in vacay mode already. Yeah, I get that. I know how that is. Uh, what about you, Matt? How are you doing? Uh, pretty good, Greg. Just uh, another day this side of the earth. <laughs> yep. And of course, uh, if you haven't noticed yet, it's silent because Caleb's not with us this week. Uh, he's got some stuff he's got to take care of, so he will be missed, but he'll, he'll returning. You know how he is. He, you know, he comes and goes as he pleases. Uh, but guys, have you played anything recently or watched anything this last week or so? I've played copious amounts of Fallout. Fallout Quattro? Yeah, I, I, I'm a sucker for like world building. And even though Fallout 4's building system isn't the greatest in the world, uh, it's it's relatively entertaining. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you like suffering, I'm fine with that. <laughs> um, I, I actually have played a little bit. Of course, just got a couple of rounds of Smash Brothers in per usual, because that seems to be the norm nowadays. Um and also, I loaded up Sword and Shield again because um, we talked about previously um, a lot of the um, stuff that's going on surrounding the show um, and kind of leading towards Scarlet and Violet. But late last week, they announced that they are going to be releasing in Sword and Shield Ash's lineup like that he has in Pokemon Journeys currently. Uh, via online gift or something like that, starting on August 12th. Um, and they're going to be releasing really? it weekly. So they're going to release his uh, Dracofish, his Surfetched, his Gengar, um, and his Dragonite, I believe. And then um, I don't know if they're doing his Dragonite or his Lucario. One, of the, I think it might be his Lucario. Um, but they're going to be doing all of those. And so... For those that are still on the Sword and Shield train or are wanting to get back in at this year and set to fish up back in. Huh. Might, uh, you might actually be getting me here. Do you guys watch anything at all? No. Um, I mean, yes, but we're going to have to be a little more pointed than that if you, you're so, wanting to make a segue. Okay, okay look. <laughs> I, I tried to like throw it out there from the top saying pop culture kind of stuff. I watched, uh, I finished, I watched all of Stranger Things recently. Kind of see, see where I'm going here yeah, with this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I yeah. watched, uh, uh, Doctor Stranger Multiverse of Madness. Okay. I, I watched, I say I watched it. I slept a good piece of it. Oh. That was boring as hell. Oh, you, you want to talk about, I, I didn't sleep through it. I watched the Uncharted movie cause it's on Netflix now. I know uh, I want to watch that because I bet it's bad. Uh, it's really bad. Here's here's the thing. I'm not gonna say it's bad, but the movie is an hour forty five, something like that. Mm. Maybe two hours. I 
stopped halfway through the movie and I was like, I'll finish this later. <laughs> wow. So you watched half of something. No, no, no. Like I finished it. Like oh. I, I came back and finished it wow. later. But I stopped halfway. I was like, I'll finish this later. And that usually never happens if I choose to sit down and watch a movie. Wow. I also watched the uh, uh, the Rise of TMNT movie that's on Netflix, which was really good. Ooh, I haven't seen that one yet. Check that out. Check it out. Ash, have you uh, watched anything I'm cool? We watching Supernatural for the third time. Uh, oh, what was that like 27 <laughs> seasons long? Yeah. Oh my god. Uh oh, actually, you know what? I did finish watching um the animated Pacific Rim on Netflix. Cuz they had put a new season up and I just kept putting it off to watching it. The Black Rim, right? Yeah. So what it? Yeah, really what were were there in Australia? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah like the, that's... The, the dead zone or whatever yeah yeah that was real cool real cool um yeah, i love that i love that one uh did you have you watched the three anime style godzillas not yet i do plan on on watching those um but there's a few other on on my my list to watch before that because yeah. i still want to see Gantz um because i haven't watched that one yet and then there's another one. It's like a 3D animated style. I can't remember the name of it. Um, it's on my watch list. I'll have to look it up later. But it has the same animation style as um, Advent Children. Mm, okay. Mm. Huh. I'll check that out. Yeah. Um, huh. I've been so I've been watched all that i've also been watching casey uh play animal crossing which is whatever boring itself <laughs> but she's been playing uh pokemon let's go eevee okay be- because she's hunting a shiny dratini Ooh. and it occurred to me that that game sucks oh hardcore <laughs> it's so bad honestly that is the only but, pokemon game i have not finished be same, but it crawled so everything else can walk and then run. Like if you think about it, that game came out. Oh no, you're 110. Yeah. Yep. The catching mechanic system that's in the game. Um, didn't they have a candy system to uh, yeah? So level they... up your Pokemon in Arceus. Yeah, because you could put the Pokemon from Pokemon Go into the little Pokeball and then walk around with it. Oh, they did have the they. They had the grit dust that upped the, um, like yes. the base, like the stats of them, but not necessarily like leveling up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they yes. did. They did. And have I, it. Yeah, and I know they had the the candies in Let's Go series that came from Go, but had it not been for that game, we wouldn't have, like, we wouldn't have these things on console. Uh, like, I'll I'll take it a step further. If that game did not exist and didn't do terribly, <laughs> we would not have the right. Because that came out before Sword and Shield, right? Mm-hmm. Full year. So we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't have had the full pivot from that to them giving us Sword and Shield to then getting Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, which actually Game Freak 
did Game Freak work on Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu or was yeah 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 so they, were, they like I looked at that and I was like oh wow okay they were like that's that's what made me bring this up because I was watching her play and I was like no yeah. I thought somebody else did this but yeah no yeah uh, brilliant Di- brilliant BDSM or whatever it is I, I know <laughs> BDSM. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think that's where. You, no, it's <laughs> Ain't no way. Ain't no way. <laughs> so the way Caleb spit it out last like he just spit it out. That I had to catch myself because I thought I heard him say. But he's just so used to saying PDSP, and I've never heard yeah. anybody call it. And all I think about is PDSP. Right. I mean, I usually say BDSP because it's way too long to kids, say. For all the kids that are listening, BDSM is brilliant diamond and shining man key. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes, it is. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what that means. Yep. Just ask shining your parents. <laughs> Yep. Uh, no, no, you're right. That that is wild to me. That Game Freak again. That, but yeah, BDSP was the first one Game Freak didn't like work on. They kind of farmed out. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that. Hold on. Because uh, I would have thought like I'm sure like because of the integration with uh, Pokemon Go, Niantic had a hand in Let's Go, um, Pikachu and Eevee. But again, it, those flopped i wouldn't even say walked those things freaking like they sold they sold pretty well just because they sold well doesn't mean like again that's all all that matters you you know what and that's the thing that sucks you're absolutely right because i do not i can't think of anyone anyone of my friends that has played let's go pikachu or eevee and has told me they completed it i haven't even played it Three years later, some people haven't even played it. it I literally said, no. Right. And the thing is, like, I was really excited. But no, you're absolutely right. This thing walked so everything else could run, spring, jump, literally fly off of these new freaking uh, legendaries um, into the sky, into the sunset to Pokemon Masters. Mm -hmm. I I feel like this like belly flopped so everything else could cannonball and swan dive hell yeah hell yeah ash dropping that knowledge yeah no uh bdsp and arceus were the first two games not developed by game in the mainline series pretty cool can't wait to see what we get this year Mm -hmm. with uh violet and garlic right yep that be them. Cool. I keep forgetting those. Um, as you can tell, my old man brain. Um, so uh, first off, <laughs> Caleb. Marvel's Midnight Suns has been delayed again. We'll see. Sorry for it, man. I wish he was here so I could rag on him in person, but I'm just going to have to rag on him through the air. Please let him know. Let him know we gave him some crap. Um yeah, it's expected to arrive, quote, later this fiscal year, which probably doesn't guarantee it that's going to come out this year. 
this game just became a February game. Yep. I bet there. I bet you know what is 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 there yeah. is there fiscal year? Is it, is it March to March? Or, is there fiscal year March to March or April to April? Uh, it, uh April through March. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. would say it goes as far as March because I mean it would make more sense for them to release it in March during like the whole spring break era. Um, but at the same time, I mean, it just depends on how much big titles get pushed back to like January, February. I'm looking to see what, uh, Who, and who's, who's doing Marvel Midnight Sun again? What studio? It's being produced by 2k or published. Hmm. Come on, guys. Ban for me a little bit. I mean, I'm, I'm slow typer. <laughs> we're, we're doing this a while. We're well aware. Um, yeah. Honestly, he's, like he's the, the single finger tapping. Man, listen, they're like this. Just one <laughs> at a time. OK, uh, but even I'm just does it surprise me. No, I I don't know what makes sense because Marvel games in general, aren't usually slotted for, like, early in the year. I'm, I'm just thinking, like, Avengers, which I know was done by Square Enix, they launched in August of 2019, right? 2020? August, uh, September? Uh, early September. Like, late August, early September, in that ballpark. And Mostly I'm, like, September 7th. And I'm trying 6th. to think, uh, not Marvel vs. Capcom. What was the... Was there a Marvel vs. Capcom that came out recently? Marvel's Capcom 3 Infinite or something that was not great. came out like 2016. Mm. We're not going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't like that one. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, it looks like 2K's fiscal year is April through March, which would mean this game could come out as late as March 31st. Yeah, that's how that works. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, good luck. <laughs> I... I Money dollars to donuts. This is like a late January, February game. Yeah, and I like they wanted it to come out this fall, but you know, yeah, always happen. I mean, traditionally, like there's not a lot of stuff that comes out in late January, right? So, well, in this last these last years been the popping. You're right. You're right. These last few years they have Resident Evil, Kingdom Hearts. Pokemon, uh, <laughs> Pokemon literally sandwiched. Pokemon, <laughs> Elven Disney. Ring, yeah, yeah, it's been, yeah, been rough. So, yeah, you know, get the game done. Don't be mad at them. But ha, Caleb, you suck. Pick crap games. Okay, uh, uh, Matt, you talk, brought this up before the podcast. Uh, Crisis Core Final Fantasy Seven is it a remaster? Is it a remake? Maybe it's Maybelline. That's why they call it, <laughs> <laughs> call it a reunion. Uh, so this is coming from a translation from producer uh, Tetsuya Nomura. Um, I'm reading this via Games Radar, so take it for what it's worth. But apparently there was a lot of internal conversations, um, whether it was a remaster or a remake. They said that the story itself had not changed. So because of that, it's 
more akin to a remaster, but because they have, you know, worked quite a bit on the technical side of things, graphics have been completely renewed, models have been remade from scratch. Um, so essentially because the game was more or less rebuilt from the ground up, but maintained the same story, they didn't really know whether they'd call it a remaster or a remake. So they went with Reunion. So... Hmm. That's an interesting way of putting it, I guess. I, I struggle with this. Not for any of the reasons that you might think. Because of the way they showed this off and they announced it during the 25th anniversary event, um, part of me was thinking, okay, they're redoing Crisis Core along as they're redoing or retelling this Final Fantasy VII story that people know and love and kind of not necessarily rewriting, but showing how things could have been different. Right. And so part of me was thinking like, Oh, maybe part of this is like, they're still interweaving or maybe I don't want to say retconning, but they're interweaving like this new storyline possibly with reunion. But now it's like, we're not changing any of the story. We're just updating Mm. a bunch of stuff. And it's just, you know what, Matt, I love you. Because you purposely brought this up because I wasn't on the Final Fantasy VII podcast. <laughs> and I wanted to talk about this. They are not redoing the story. Okay? Because mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, the, the gentleman who's overseeing this, for the most part, oversaw Kingdom Hearts, right? Yes. They are Kingdom Hearts in Final Fantasy VII. And what I mean by that is they're giving us an alternate story that could have happened. Yeah, that's what I mean, like how things could have gone, right? Not necessarily and like so it. The, the reason why we're getting this true to its original story is because this is all original Final Fantasy VII story. None of this is going to change. But what they're doing is they're changing that story for the new game. So they want players to understand what happened so they can see how fate can be changed. I think there's going to be some deep over, over all arc story thing, moral here. Cause that's what OG final fantasy seven was. It was, Hey, let's not kill the planet. And if we're going to kill the guys who are trying to, you know what I mean? Cause that's what we're doing. Killing Sephiroth. So, uh, yeah, you know, you, you kill your wife, you, you Go for the neck. Yep, that's a saying. <laughs> Say it all the time. You know, you kill my wife, go for your neck. <laughs> no, but no, I like. I really do. I think that's what's happening with this. Is they're they're giving us. I don't want to say an alternate alternate dimension. I want to say like a. How to explain it? Like a, a what if. Mm-hmm. And I, but I'm liking this. I'm liking the what if. I feel like it's definitely a very what if type of scenario considering, I mean, you've got not just Final Fantasy, but other franchises that are kind of thinking about this ever since Marvel decided to do the the whole what if scenario, um, and, which, you know, ultimately introduced us to multiverse. And it, what's what's crazy about this is like, it's not so much like a, like I say, what if, but it's more like if divine fates knew and intervened because that's, that's what all those that whispering was in the remake, right? 
more or less. Like, mm-hmm. we don't know what they were yet, but you fought these three, like, divine fates at the end, or whatever they called them, and it was essentially Cloud, Barrett, and Tifa that were supposed to be from the end of OG Final Fantasy VII. That's what I got at it. I know I was told I was wrong by Spen- Rich Homie Spencer, but <laughs> And everybody else out there says it's Sephiroth and his three bros. Two bros. So. Mm. Yeah. I'm excited. I can't wait. Pump it into my veins. Uh, Ash, what you got for us? So, Activision is yet again under fire. Uh, so... They essentially have come under fire from an artist that has accused Activision of plagiarism for a character skin uh, for Call of Duty Warzone in Vanguard, um, dog or wolf. Um, they were, so they're going to bring that to it, and then the artist basically was like, hey, you guys stole my work. And so instead of Activision being a moderately decent company saying okay my bad here's payment for it they were like eh we're just gonna strip it you don't get nothing so yet again they are currently under fire uh there hasn't really been too much said as far as you know if the artist is really gonna you know push for a court finding and then you know force Activision to pay for it uh because considering it didn't fully release uh, re- released but it didn't release um and so we'll, we're kind of wait to see uh so the article that i was reading this from was first posted earlier this morning from uh gamespot news uh by an artist named eddie i'm assuming that's mccook i don't want to butcher his name you know if i butcher your name eddie at me feel free um, but he says, Activision was planning to bring a dog wolf to the Call of the Wars of Vanguard, but skin has been pulled in the 11th hour after an artist accused the company of plagiarism. The loyal Samoyed skin, as it was called, will no longer be released. Artist Sale Lin said Activision plagiarized their work, Samoyed Medicinal, uh, which was unloaded to ArtStation in December 2019. Artist claims that Activision did not reach out and did not offer any compensation. So, you know, this this isn't the first time that they've been under fire for plagiarism, uh, and I guarantee it won't be the last. But, I mean, considering everything that Activision, Blizzard, and everything has been under fire for, this, this, this doesn't surprise me um, at one bit. And they're not the first to do it, and they won't be the last to do it either. I mean, we're, we've seen several different companies come under fire for it, but... You know, instead of just saying, hey, we messed up, here's money, they were just like, nah, we're just not going to release it anymore. And I think that's really messed up considering Activision's entire platform is built on artists. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I'm, I've been sitting here the entire time and talking, trying to, and maybe somebody smarter than me can figure this out, one of you, trying to figure out how many times Activision has been accused of plagiarism. I can't get any information. I know they have before. Many, many, many times. Many times. But I can't get anything on this. And I'm not... I'm not surprised by it at all. 
Like they're just a bunch of schmucks. Maybe not all of them, but. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna be anything new, uh, unfortunately, in the gaming industry or just in the artist industry in general, um, or anybody that uses any type of art. Because, you know, there's always something that somebody created years ago and companies like, hey, that's cool. It's been long enough. Maybe they'll forget about it. But it's like you are a massive platform that is viewed by so many people. How did you not know this was going to happen? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's, it's funny because, like, I'm looking. And I'm looking at the images side by side, and I can definitely see the resemblance, and I can see how, like, similar it is. It all, it's also kind of, I don't know. I guess I'm not just a very artistic person, so I look at it like we talk. Like, it's, I don't know. I can see it. I can see where they're wrong. I, I don't understand why Activision can't be like, yo, let's make it, let's use the dog, but not make it look like it's in this clothing. Yeah. I mean, it. I could see, like, them saying, oh, well, it's just different enough that it's not plagiarism, but at the same time, like, there's so Afghan? much similarity that it's like, you know, they, they basically have to own up to it, you know? Yeah, like... That that's what that is like an Afghan, right, or whatever they, that dog, the, the yeah, scarf. Like it's it's that you had to well, wear it's a scarf. Like a little bit more than that too. Like for example, you know, just looking at the photo itself, you've got the bags and satchels in the same place, the patches, the elbow guards. I mean, it's like it's that stuff. Try. It's that stuff to me where I'm like, okay, look, it's a combat dog. The the picture where they're highlighting the blue color and the wrinkles, it's like okay, that's that's a bit much. It's the Afghan for me. That's like and the little strap on his back, in the exact same spot. To me, that's like uh, that's sus. Yeah. I guess the elbow pad is on the same elbow, even though well, they're carrying how, differently. It's also how the clothing falls on the character as well. It's, you know, it's like similar where, angles, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, I, the more I look at it, the more I understand it. It's still, I'd have to look at a long time to really dig into it and be like, yeah, you're right. Looking, I can see enough similarities at a quick scam that it makes sense. And I don't understand why they, they, come on, guys. Don't give them a scarf. The same scarf? <laughs> Make it a woodland wolf and they would have been fine. Right. You know, or, or just, just give them, like, just use a completely different breed of dog, first of all. <laughs> like, you even use the same breed of dog. Or, like, you know what? Fine. Use, what is this, a husky? We're going to call it a husky just for the purpose of the conversation. Don't put it in, like, cold weather clothes or cold clothing at all. No. I don't know. It's it's just like come on guys did you did Activision. you even try to make it different? I don't want to talk about Activision anymore. <laughs> well, uh, in other news for Activision, uh, they finally released the work for two beta dates, 
Um, and then they're also going to have more details for the multiplayer and what's next for Warzone coming out. Um, and reading that verbatim, so keep an eye on it if you are a Call of Duty fan, just to kind of see where it's going. <sighs> yep. Keep an eye on it, guys. <sighs> Matt, do you have something you want to talk about that I missed? Um, I thought I did. But, I mean, Evo happened, right, over the weekend? I did. Um, and we got a teaser for what is possibly Tekken 8. Yep. That's as much as I know. <laughs> I think that's as much Me as too. everyone else knows. <laughs> Me too. Uh, as we found out before the show, I wanted to do research on something that was announced at Evo. I don't care. It was boring. I, like, I'm sorry, guys. I don't understand fighting games. I can appreciate them that you enjoy them. I don't care. I will say, in an interesting turn, not interesting. Like, honestly, if you follow the podcast long enough, you know this. You know the cycle. You literally know the cyclical nature in which, dare I use the word, trauma happens. Caleb texts me on Sunday. No. Caleb texted me on no. Sunday. No. The, the $200 one. He wants the $200 one. What? Gone. Gone. Hold on. No. no, no first of all, that's a problem. He doesn't He doesn't need it. I don't know why people keep buying that game. No one should be buying that game. No one should be buying sports games for a while because they, they all equally suck right now. I. Anyways, that's not what this is about. I get a text from Caleb on Sunday. All he says is, Destiny 2 later? <laughs> Dude. Is that what you posted on Twitter? Like, yes. I'm really downloading this again? Yes, yes. And the thing is, like, when I was downloading it, of course, I needed to update it because I haven't touched it in forever. So I was just like, well, we're not playing tonight. And he's like, well, I got all week. Oh, my God. I... Well. Uh, yeah. Let's not hope on. I mean, HBO. And by HBO, I mean Warner Brothers Discovery. Um, so that merger's happening. It happened last month. Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery is now one company. And as we knew previously this year, they're going to be merging into a new streaming platform next summer here in the States. Uh, it won't be called HBO from what has previously leaked at all in the title, so should be really confusing and enjoyable. Um, but because of the merger, we had we, we had some stuff canceled mm-hmm. and removed. Uh, which why? Uh, so Batgirl, mm-hmm. done filming, completely ready to go. They were just going to put on the streaming service. Ixnay to the Uvime. Dunskis. Uh, cut on the cutting room floor. And the did, did you hear of the way they found out? The same way everyone else did. <laughs> but worse. 
they got a call while the directors or, pub, or people involved, like the head honchos, were getting married. Mm. That was that was their wedding gift from the company. Is the movie you produce is not coming out? Dang. Hey guys, yeah. I know you just got married, but uh, yeah, you're not getting paid, so uh, have fun with that, Bill. I think they still <laughs> have to get paid. So the reason they're cutting these things, especially the ones that haven't been seen yet, is they can write them. As, they can make them as tax write-offs. Yeah. So the ninety plus million dollars it took to produce Batgirl, it's a tax write-off. It's writing off ninety million dollars because you. Because they're so in debt by billions of dollars right now. Billions. Billions of dollars. Uh, on top of that, they cut... They removed TV shows, original HBO TV shows, from HBO Max. Hmm. They're already on there. Camping's not on there anymore. Here and Now's not on there anymore. Uh... That vinyl's not on there anymore. The brink, all gone. I mean, I mean, they're not big. Nobody cares about them. But still, it's they're taking off their stuff. They also canceled Scooby Holiday Hunt. So yeah, apparently, the witches, Moonshot, and American Pickle, super intelligent, lockdown. And Charm City Kings, all removed from the service. Again, all original stuff. So I, I bring this to you guys because I'm, I'm just curious. Do you guys have HBO Now or HBO Max or whatever the streaming service is for them? I have access to it. Okay. I have it as a bundle through Hulu. Given this news, how does it impact your thought of you're going to maintain it uh i i guess it doesn't matter for you matt well it might matter but it doesn't matter right i feel not as inclined to watch any of the stuff on there because i feel like they're uh netflixing the whole situation which weird okay. to use that as a term <laughs> let me let me pitch it to you this way matt if you were to lose access to hbo streaming service right now Given what you know is currently on there and currently happening, would you subscribe? Probably not. Okay. There you go. Ash, what about you? What, what, I know you said it was part of your eight, uh, Hulu bundle. I mean, I wouldn't buy it separately, for sure. Like, the cost that it is separately and the things that are on it that we would actually watch... Mm, probably not. So the you only thing that we watch is Westworld, Game of Thrones, the new the new series that they're they're the prequel essentially to Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. But but that that's about it. Well, there's a couple of uh, foreign films that I watch every now and then, but outside of that, that's about it. Yeah, like I'm right there with you. Like I I love HBO because I love watching. Uh, last week's night with John Oliver. I think it's hilarious. Uh, I love and educate and informative. I love watching um, Westworld. Uh, the CBS stuff like Young Sheldon and Big Bang Theory. I'll watch that on there. 
I'll watch the new Game of Thrones stuff, but I'm right there with you, Ash. Like, there's not much on there. I watched uh, what was the the stupid John Cena DC show, Peacemaker. There you go. It was so great, I forgot about what it was called. I watched that this summer, like spring. I I watch stuff on there, but I don't watch nearly. It's not my regular go to. Yeah, and I so, usually will watch Hulu and Netflix. Yeah, and Amazon Prime more than anything else. Because we're old, you're younger than me, so you have Prime on your list. But I go Hulu, Netflix. Well, we only have Prime because of the hubs. He's the Prime holder, and I think I've watched two things from my own Prime account. Yeah, I don't have Prime movies because I wanted it. I didn't do that, but yeah. Anyway, I don't want to talk. About, I don't want to talk about all my streaming services I have. Embarrassed by them. Um, yeah, Speaking I, of streaming, I, YouTube and their interactive gaming live stream. Kind of wanted to talk about that. Yeah, what you got? So YouTube uh, is hosting their first ever interactive gaming live stream. Uh, it's going to be featured on August 27th. Um, I think it's 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. PT. Let me see. Yeah, 1 p.m. PT, 4 p.m. ET. Um, so basically what they're doing is they're getting a bunch of their like highest viewed content creators, uh, putting them all together for about two hours, and letting people vote in real time to kind of determine where the stream goes from that point. Like, so, like a big group stream that people can vote to decide how the stream goes. So it's like those uh, interactive Netflix shows, kind of like Bandersnatch? I think that's going to be how it works out. It's going to be pretty interesting. Um... They're going to be playing against one another in Street Fighter VI. Uh, and whoever loses in the match will be forced to eat spicy hot wings. Things like that. Hmm. Um, they're going to be like multiple se- segments of different different things, but that's like one of them. Um, let's see. There's going to be one that's Grandma and Grandpappy Playtime where seniors will play Poppy Playtime and try to be the last person alive. Uh, let's see. Among okay. Us, Fall Guys, Fortnite, Grand Theft Auto, Minecraft, all that stuff is also included. Okay, so I just, I just want to make sure I'm understanding this correctly. So I'm, I'm looking at something at, uh, this This is probably super legit, tubefilter.com. God, anybody can do what page anymore. But whatever, name it, whatever you want. Uh, but it looks like... Um, they're pretty much just taking their in-house contracts they have and throwing them all together and saying, play video games together. Basically, yeah. Because, like, I know Markiplier. That's the only per- name on here I know. And that's only because of my daughter. Yeah. But, I mean, like... Everybody together uh, is estimated with a 400 million subscriber list, list and 150 billion views. 
that's an insane amount of not only viewership but subscribers alone. This is ridiculous. Like I, I just, I, I guess I don't understand. I need someone to explain to me why this is so special. I get it's not geared towards me, and I sound like an old person. I hear that as I'm saying this. Um, what is the appeal to this specific event? I understand when people are like, hey, let's watch somebody play a game. I can kind of see that because it's fun seeing how they see the game sometimes. What's the point in this? So I think the biggest thing for the appeal factor so to speak is that you have these really big name you know content creators and a lot of times when they do the live streams there's so much going on that they pretty much don't interact with their chat uh, on a one-to-one basis and so having the ability to influence the influencers essentially uh in real time i think is is super like hey yeah i helped with that decision and things like and 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 things of the like so i feel like that's part of it not to mention having everybody kind of in one place hopefully they'll announce some sort of charity thing that they're going to do along with it you know like hey money donated or whatever the case may be goes to x place but we'll see i don't think so um but you know it's it's never too late to to have a have a heart so to speak. Because <laughs> um, I mean, if you've got that many people that are you know this high up on the uh, and you know follower subscriber list, they they've got to be doing something or announcing something um, as far as like some sort of charity or or whatnot. I just. Like, I, I get it. But I, I can't find anything, again, that's a concise, this is what's going to happen. Uh, well, YouTube has a video on it, on, on there. Uh, oh, YouTube of course. On. Of course they can't just let the old people read. They have to give me a <laughs> damn video on what's going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leave it to YouTube. So, Basically, uh, from what I'm, what I've, I've looked into it so far, is there's going to be multiple segments. There's going to be a bunch of different games, a uh, bunch of different streamers in these different pockets of games, and then um, you know there'll be certain actions and events within those games that people that are viewing will be able to vote to decide what that player does. Okay. Uh, says from article uh, by Luis Gutierrez. It was posted today around eight o'clock this morning. Says that there will be Among Us, Fall Guys, Fortnite, Grand Theft Auto V, Minecraft, Poppy Playtime, Rocket League, Street Fighter VI, and more. At the same time, content creators such as Ali A or Lia, I'm assuming is how she pronounced it, or they pronounce it, I don't know. Uh, Myth, Markiplier, Eddie VR, iStream, and more. We feature in the event. So, uh, I should guess. be pretty interesting. I mean, I feel like this is kind of cool, though, just 
in general because you're having uh, so many different people collab live. Uh, it's the first time they're doing this, and it's really going to determine, you know, the future of these types of events, whether, you know, Twitch decides to start doing something like this or, you know, uh, Facebook streaming. I mean, it's it's kind of going to set the precedent as to how this works in the future for other streaming platforms. So are they because like one of the things I'm seeing here that's quoted from NME.com is this fully interactive live stream celebrates the diversity of gaming content that makes up YouTube gaming culture, from entertaining gaming challenges and surprise gameplay moments to honoring classic game anniversaries, all of which are inspired by the most popular trends on the platform. You didn't read that already, did you? Mm-mm. Okay, good, because I was really worried there for a moment. Uh, they also said, like, Hot Ones host Sean Evans will lead a challenge focused on fewer chosen players going against each other in Street Fighter VI. Okay, so that I get. That's the interactive part. We're going to choose who plays who. Cool. There will also be an event called Grandma and Grandpoppy Playtime, which will focus on seeing which seniors are the latest players in the game of Poppy Playtime. I guess I'm just confused, but it all like it, it's just like, are they trying to get people to like, whatever? I'm too old for this. I'm gonna let my son know. He can watch them play, and he'll, he'll report back to me. I'm gonna stop asking questions. I, I just, I, 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 the more I talk about this, the older I feel, and I, I don't want to feel that old yet. This sounds cool, guys. I can't wait. <laughs> Oh my god. Spends 30 this seconds saying he doesn't understand it and then he's like, "Oh, this sounds cool." Give me the best. Give me the best. Got to close all these tabs out here that have this YouTube thing going on though. No, really <laughs> Poor Greg. Uh, anything else, guys? I don't think so. All right. You found us. You know where we are. Share us. However you found us, share us in the world with the people. I'm not going to do it. Ash, real quick, where can they find you? What's your link? Uh, MS underscore Sparks Madness. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram. You can also find me on Twitch uh, as well as SoundCloud. Matt. Where can they find you? Guys, you can follow me on all social media at Matt underscore Gutu. Um, usually I would incline that you tweet at me, but instead hit me up on Be Real because that's the only place where you're going to find out what I'm working on and also how much I ignore the fact that I actually am lactose intolerant but refuse to abide by that. My guy. My guy. <laughs> Don't let the world stop you from being you. Everybody I appreciate that about you. I appreciate that about you. <laughs> Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at TomCTONNKSY. Ash, give give that cool little blurb you do. What, what about growing? <laughs> uh, I basically always say whenever our audience grows, that helps us grow. And then when all of us grow, I grow personally as well. Uh, it's just kind of an all-around thing because if I'm growing, then you guys are also growing. And it's just a continuous wheel that we all, all cycle through. Yeah, grow uh, the family. Know, 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't forget to, to, to subscribe and like and turn the notification bells on just so you know that we actually go live. Uh, you know, in like I like 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 Brexit. Just share us. Yeah. Just 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 hit the button. Just more family, more love. More family, more love. We love you guys. Thank you for hanging out this week. Hope you enjoyed it. Wash hands. We'll catch you next week. Bye-bye now. <laughs>